Hey sis, welcome to Her Podcast, where women like you are healing, elevating, and recharging as we go through this thing called life. I'm your host, Tishan B. Vines, a life coach and motivational speaker for women. Please join me in this safe and unapologetic space as we talk about everything from healing from trauma to hitting that do not disturb on that ex who just won't go away. Today's episode is sure to inspire you, motivate you, and to give you a fresh perspective with a dose of reality and to help bring forth the strong woman you are that's been hiding on the inside. If you have a sis that's me moment or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave me a quick review in my DMs to let me know I'm on the right track. Oh yeah, your experiences and or thoughts could get a shout out in the next episode. So make sure you get those things in. Also, I release new episodes every Wednesday at 6 p.m. So be sure to subscribe and also follow me on Facebook at the Her Podcast Facebook page to access exclusive after show comments and words of wisdom on various topics. On this week's episode of the Her Podcast. Some of y'all are still haunted by 15-year-old decisions that you no longer have the power to change or influence, but it's still influencing you now. In such a way, you have been stagnated in many areas of your life. Imagine, says something that is dead expired and no longer viable still having the power to change your now houses on this week's episode on the her podcast we will shed light on the bag of regret associated with the loss of who you once were and also the call reality of what you have allowed your pain to turn into Make sure that you catch this whole episode in its entirety, sis, because the last points of this episode is critical for your growth and finding your bonus in this season. Make sure you stay tapped in, sis. It's about to go down. So we currently live in a world where hiding issues is the acceptable thing to do. I mean, it's like a new fad. I've seen people brag about how they will use a man or the next drink to kill that pain coming from all that hidden stress and trauma. In the black community, as well as women of other races, have grown to live in fear and shame, a complex that we have conditioned ourselves to live with to help hide what we're currently struggling with, whether it's past or present. We as women have false perceived obligations concerning others as we think we need to be dealing with their situations, their issues, their drama, so we can show we aren't weak. We can show that they're, you know, we're supporting them, that we're there because, you know, that's what we need to do and not really. And we need to understand that we're not weak because we're raising our kids on our own and we don't need to feel obligated to suppress our emotions because that's the thing that everybody says that we should do. You know, hey, you're a single mom. You got multiple kids and you shouldn't be over there crying. You should be doing this. And the Lord got you, which he does. But at the end of the day, that doesn't negate that we're stressed or we may feel stressed. That doesn't negate that, you know, sometimes we do get worried. It doesn't negate any of those things. And so I I believe as women, we have conditioned ourselves to be bottled up and to be bound up by things that are so unnecessary. So we begin living a life of regret and we don't say anything. We don't tell anything 
um, about what we're going through or tell anybody what we're going through, but it's like a silent, broken record that's in the back of our mind. Like, okay, you know what? I hate this life. I can't stand this life. I shoulda, coulda, woulda, and all these things begins to play in the back of our mind. And we may seem like we're happy. We may seem like we're joyful and these things like nature. And in some moments, we really are, but it's always those small, tiny moments that lets us know that, you know what? You coulda did better. You shoulda did this. This shoulda been different. You shouldn't have made that decision. You shouldn't have said yes. You shouldn't have lied. And then so on and so forth. So then we began to resist help and being vulnerable to those around us because we're tired of people using those things against us. And we're tired of using those things against ourselves because at the end of the day, we know what we truly deal with as women when we're alone. Like when those thoughts really creep in, we know like, okay, you know what? I could have, I could, it could have been different. It could have been different. And so how many of you guys that's listening right now have said that to yourself in the last 24 hours that it could have been different if I had, if I had a, if I had to just did this, these things could have been different. And I know we are resilient women and that's a fact. We are determined. We are ambitious. We are motivated. We are all the above and some. But what happens when our ability to recover is distorted and damaged by regret? So let's let's define regret real quick. Regret is defined as feeling sad, repentant, or disappointed over something that has happened or been done, especially a loss or a missed opportunity. Now, I don't know if you caught that. In that definition of regret, it said things that have happened or have been done. Some of y'all are still haunted by 15-year-old decisions that you no longer have the power to change or influence, but it's influencing your now in such a way that you have been stagnated in many areas of your life, like many, many areas of your life. Like you can't love like you used to love. You can't um, laugh. It's so simple. You can't even laugh like you used to laugh. Your thought process has been altered because of a decision that you've made years ago that you said that you've grown over, that you're over, that you're done with, you didn't heal from, you didn't move forward from, but you just ain't the same since then. So what that telling you? That means that there's still some residue there. There's still some regret. There's still some some things there that you haven't really... Um, dug deep down in to deal with so now it's just playing in the background of your life now it's just back there in the back you know your back of your thoughts and you you're trying to play it off like okay you know what that ain't what it is but that is what it is (laughs) i mean listen imagine something that is dead because some most of these decisions that you know you're dealing with or you know regretful experiences that you're having right now those things have already transpired they didn't expire, they're no longer viable, but they still have power to change your now. How is that so, sis? I mean, let's be honest. You ever been in that place in your life that you have been so emotionally invested in other people? Me, I have. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, sis. Have you ever been emotionally invested in other people and things that you end up running on empty? Okay, now you can't even get out of your bed, for example, to do what you need to do for you, yourself, your kids, your job or whatever. And despite it all, you continue on with the exhausting charade of being misused by those who have no intention of investing in you and your well-being. So I'm going to put a pin there really fast. 
because it's true. People only going to do to you what you allow them to do. Okay. But it shouldn't be that way. And sometimes it is, unfortunately. But we also have to hold ourselves accountable because a lot of the times the reason why people do what they do to us is because we're already doing it to ourselves. So if people are running over you, if people are um, mistreating you, talking to you crazy, it's because they've seen that verbiage come out of your mouth to yourself. They've seen you have no boundaries. They've seen you have no limitations or no ambition, no none of that. So, you know, it's almost like a uh, if you get a dog like a puppy for example and when you first bring it home and you don't teach it anything that dog will run all through your house and tear up everything jump on your couch and do all of these things because what it has no structure has no boundaries it has no limitations has nothing nothing has been set up so for so it's just gonna run crazy and that's how people are in your life when you have nothing set up you don't teach them like hey this is how you treat me they will run rampant in your life okay so I, I i get it you know it's it's amazing for sure that we do these things and, and sometimes it's intentional and sometimes it's unintentional when we're doing it sometimes we don't even know we're doing it you know because it's so normal but it's amazing that we will cry about it okay as women we'll cry and, and cry so many tears over the very things and people and our own actions who have cut us deeply and damaged us most times because we feel like we just don't have the power to change the narrative of our own life. So you know what we end up doing? We end up trying to manage what it we're dealing with. <laughs> Some of us try to manage our wounds. We'll put band-aids on them. We'll put bandages on them. We put all this makeshift stuff on our, our wounds and stress and trauma that we're dealing with. And we wonder why we still leaking emotionally when we deal with people. It's because we're trying to manage what has happened instead of dealing with it head on. And I understand some of us don't know how to deal with things hand on, head on, I'm sorry, because people don't or people haven't been taught how to uh, deal with things that they have experienced okay so and you know some of us if you like me because I've done this in the past we'll hide from the fact that our, our own irresponsibility of handling our heart our life um everything that we have um that God had given us we handle it irresponsibility the way that God wanted us to handle it we don't handle it that way that has caused us deeper pain. So now, you know, God said, okay, I'm giving you this. This is what you need. This is what I gave you. This is what I favored you with. This is what I want you to have. We out here handling it. Um, irresponsibility with our shenanigans, our immaturity, our ignorance and these things like that. And so now we're, we're experiencing deep-rooted pain that only God himself can heal. And some of us don't want to go back to God. We won't go back to God because we like, okay, you know what? He entrusted us with this situation, these things. We cried about, he blessed me with it, but I messed it up. So now I don't want to go back to God and tell him that I messed up when in reality, he already know you messed up. He already knew you was going to mess up. But because in our head, we have a condition in society to not to be able to go back to God and say, okay, listen, I messed up. And half of the time, you know, when you told me to go left, I went right because I was in my own head instead of, you know, saying being with you and, and and what you said and listening to what you said and some of us be in our own head a lot of the time and so that's why it's hard to hear God and move forward and follow what God is saying because we in our head instead of letting him be in our head and tell us what to do you know and direct us okay I know it sounds silly but I really think that 
you know, some of us, if not all of us, have a touch of, you know, Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it, it, it's true. We have been captive, you know what I'm saying, by a lot of things. We've been held captive by a lot of things in our life, years after years, time after time, by people and even ourselves, our irresponsibility. I keep saying that, irresponsibility, because a lot of us is irresponsible, and we don't think we irresponsible, but we really is. And if we really looked over our life, we could see all the irresponsible decisions we made, but we feel like, okay, you know what? Nope, they weren't irresponsible because we don't want to admit that we messed up, okay? A lot of us is living in irresponsible lives. I've been there, done that, still doing it in some areas of my life. So I am not, um, I know the exception to the rule, but uh, I, I get it. You know, we, 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 we claim to care for ourselves and love ourselves and, and we, we tell other people to do that. You know, we try to teach them, but in reality, you know what I'm saying? We are all taking ourselves for granted and we are allowing other people to take us for granted. And so it's hard to see how valuable God says we are at times because we realize on many occasions that some of this damage that we're experiencing emotionally, mentally, and physically um, is because it was self-inflicted or we invited people in that we know couldn't manage us, you know, emotionally, that couldn't manage us uh, mentally, who had no business being in our life, but we invited these people in our life, okay? And a lot of times, a lot of things that we are experiencing right now, a lot of pain, a lot of things that we're going through is because we have the inability to have or create boundaries. And the most disturbing thing, but freeing thing, and this one thing is we can rewrite and restore our own life from what has already transpired this far with God's help, okay? We have to stop looking back at what was. That's gone, okay? How easy someone betrayed us, that's over, okay? And we have to learn to start praying for strategy to put a stop to further damage from ourselves and those we may come in contact with when we know for a fact we should not be engaging in relationships. We know for a fact we should not be uh, having new friendships when we know we fragile. We know that emotionally we ain't ready. We know mentally we not ready. We know physically, environmentally, we are not ready. We have to stop doing that because a lot of times we'll 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 expect people to handle us with care but we know that we're fragile we know that we're bleeding emotionally and we're not handling ourselves with care how crazy is that we want them to handle us with care but we don't handle our own self with care okay so i'm like i said when we do things like this we open ourselves up to experience things that we could avoid if we just take the time to allow god to direct us okay now, I know some of us have accepted toxic treatment, whether it's in a relationship, a job, anything like that, to be accepted, loved, and appreciated. And I know I have, and at some point in my life, um, I probably still do unknowingly. And you know, and that's something that God is working on me with. But we have to make up in our mind that carrying around the baggage of regret is only weighing us down with uh more consequences of old choices that long expired, but now is hindering anything new happening in our life um, that we can possibly experience, okay? So today I want to touch on things that are hidden and plays in the background of your, your life or in the background of your mind as well.
And so I know you know some of those things where you're trying to engage, you get a new job and you wondering why you still got that same mindset from the last job because they was talking about you and, and the boss treats you crazy. So now you at this new job and now you don't trust nobody. And so now they trying to train you and you got an attitude. Okay, I, I'm talking to somebody or you just now got in this relationship that you know you shouldn't be in, but the last person cheated on you. But then this man ain't gave you no reason to cheat on you or this woman ain't gave you no reason to cheat on you so now you thinking they cheating and you checking they phone okay let me stop I know somebody know what I'm talking about okay those things that play in the background of your mind okay those things that keep you emotionally invested in things you can't change you know things that can't manage you emotionally um, but you fear what hurt you more if you let go than the pain you already experiencing from trying to hold on. You know what I'm saying? That those things are taking your life, whether you realize it or not, realize it or not it's taking your life. It's taking your life uh, emotionally, mentally, uh, spiritually. A lot of times, you know, for those of us who have had our trust broken, you know, people have said that they loved us, who cared for us, and these things like that, and they broken our trust. It sometimes it'll. Um, hinder the move of God in our life when it comes to him loving on us and him showing us that we can trust him. And so we don't never look at it that way. Like, okay, you know, that it, that can't be linked. It is because what we're going through in the natural can be connected to what's going on in the spiritual. Cause it's like, okay, you know what? God said to trust him, but I don't trust no people around me. So I'm not going to trust God. Cause I can't see him and I don't even trust the people that I can't see, you know? So it's vital that we make sure that we're dealing with things that we've been going through mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, okay? I know it sounds crazy, but I know some of y'all have allowed people and situations to run rampant in your life. And it, it, it's, it's really killing you emotionally. It's really killing you mentally, okay? Y'all done been through this situation or these, these things with these people a thousand times over, and you keep going back like it has never happened, Okay, I know that I have at some point and still do, you know, okay, I told God that I'm not going to eat no more little Debbie's. Okay, but I went and got some little Debbie's and I'm hardhead, but then I go cry to God because my stomach is not feeling well after I eat these sweets that I promised God that I wasn't going to eat no more. I don't know how many times me and God have had this conversation. Okay, <laughs> that's just my struggle right now, though. Okay, so... Um, yeah, we just gotta, we just gotta keep these things in mind that some things that we're going through are literally cycles, um, of regret. Um, we don't see it as regret. We put another name on it. We're like, okay, it's this, it's that. When in reality, it's all rooted in regret from other things that we're not healing with or not dealing with, um, or whatever. And so I know for me in the past, the reason why I never brought up things that I was, going through is because I didn't want to, you know, raise the subject to those who I already knew full well who couldn't manage me, me and my past trauma and what it was going to take for me to heal while being with them, whether in a friendship or a relationship and, and, and trying to fulfill their needs as well. And I know that they knew I couldn't meet those needs. They knew I couldn't do it, but nobody wanted to talk about it because nobody wants to engage in that conversation because think about it if i allow you to question me on what i can do then that opens the door for me to question you on what you can't do or what you know those things and so some people are not ready for those conversations and i know i'm on somebody's doorstep smashing that doorbell right now so sis i'm gonna need you to get up go ahead and answer that reality call i'm giving you <laughs> 
Listen, being irregular about operating oftentimes immaturely is more damaging than things anyone can do to us. And here's why. We negate the original purpose of our life and we are telling God that what he placed deep down in us that just isn't worth the sleepless nights, the flooded memories of what should have been. So we just settle in and sat back in a life that continues to rob us over and over. And you know, I want to free somebody right now. God knows that there is areas of your life that's immature, okay? He knows that. He knows that you're going to make mistakes. He knows that some of your choices you shouldn't have made. And he told you to go right, but you went left. He already knew that. He's not going to condemn you. Like, okay, you know what? I told you to go right, but you went left. So now I'm not going to bless you. It's not like that. And so some of us will continue in these cycles because we feel like we can't go back from or we can't come back from the decisions that we made and we can't. So I want to give you five steps to overcome a regret. And I need you to write this down. So sis, if you ain't got your notepad and your pen, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to go get it. All right, let's jump into it. Step one, acceptance, okay? Accept the reality of it all, okay? The mistakes are real. They happen and can't be taken back, okay? We have sown things in our lives and others, and we can't control, you know, what happened, a lot of times, but we also can't keep watering these things or they will grow. So I'm going to need you to take that bandage off. You have placed on your situation or your life in certain areas and put your big girl panties on. Okay. I know you got them. We all got them. <laughs> Acknowledge your truth and move accordingly. And so what do I mean by acknowledging your truth? That means you look at him like, okay, you know what? This role that I played in this situation, I'm going to hold myself accountable because I was responsible how I responded to that person, how I reacted, or my actions, my decisions, whatever it is. I'm going to take full responsibility. That was on me, okay? And then I'm going to take the lesson from that, and then I'm going to move forward because at the end of the day, okay, I did what I did. It's over. It's done. What am I going to do about it now? What am I going to do to change my life now moving forward so that way I won't be able to make that decision again or I won't hurt that person again like I did before? That's what I mean when I said, and now that's your truth, move forward, okay? Move accordingly in that. Step two self-forgiveness okay show yourself the same faith 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 okay i'm gonna say that faith you showing others okay because a lot of times we will give people the benefit of the doubt 50 billion times and they will lie cheat run us over 50 billion times and we will continue to do that but then we will beat ourselves up literally every single time we make a simple mistake and don't do it right we will literally beat ourselves down emotionally we'll literally beat ourselves down mentally because it didn't go right okay so give yourself the same benefit of the doubt, same faith that you would give someone else, okay? Because a lot of times when you make decisions, and, and, and these things can't be undone, okay? Sometimes they can, but sometimes they can't, okay? Do what you can, if anything, and release it to God, okay? Those parts of decisions and choices and things that has transpired in your life that you can't do nothing about it with, especially those that you can't do nothing about it, give it to God. Give, matter of fact, give the whole situation, your actions, everything that transpired. Give it all to God, and then you 
allow him to help you maneuver through the situation together. So therefore, you can take accountability where it's really you that need to be taking accountability and then you move from there. Because a lot of times we'll take accountability for things that has nothing to do with us. And I want to speak to that person right now who is holding on to regret and, and, and bad decisions and bad choices that is not theirs to hold on to. Some of y'all out here are holding on to regret that has nothing to do with you. You just was an innocent bystander. You may have saw it or experienced it or was a part of it indirectly, but you're holding on to it like you are the person who caused the problem, the pain, the situation, or the decision, and you wasn't. So, you know, when you allow God to uh, filter out these things, then he will show you what's your role and was it, you know, what wasn't your role, okay? And so I need you in these moments to forgive yourself, okay? When you forgive yourself, it's not negating what has transpired, okay? But it will set you free from the potential power that thing may have over you now, in the past that it had over you, and in the future, okay? And and says, this is a season to release your emotions. A lot of you right now, I know women are, are known for this because I know I'm a woman. I know I'm known for this. We'll cage our emotions up. We'll know we'll be feeling some type of way, but we don't really want to talk about it. We don't really want to deal with it. So we will cage our emotions up and we're wondering why we're running around here like with a chicken with our head cut off emotionally. It's because our emotions are caged. And so I want you to say this with me right now. I will have no more caged emotions in this season. Say it one more time, sis. I will no longer have caged emotions no more in this season, okay? Step three, let's make amends, okay? If what you did has hurt someone else, apologize. Ooh, that was juicy, y'all. That was real good. I'm gonna say this for the folks in the back who act like they ain't hearing me and stop taking notes. Yep, I'm talking to you. If what you did has hurt someone else, apologize. Matter of fact, if what you did has hurt yourself, apologize. That goes with the last step, self-forgiveness, okay? Now, when you do this, it's not to clear your conscience, but it's letting you know and that other person or whatever has happened, know that you were wrong and you are taking accountability for it. Do what you responsibly can to make amends. And I say responsibly because some folks will want you to get the moon and the stars and bring it back to them and go get all the sand that's on the beach and bring it back to them because you told them that they was ugly. <laughs> I'm just being honest, though. I know that ain't funny, but it really is. Because some people will literally have you putting in work and then they still won't forgive you, okay? And I know the Bible talks about that, that we got to continue to forgive, 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 and we do. But I want you to know that you can do this responsibly, okay? Forgive, release that thing to God and keep it moving. Now, of course, in their own time, they will come back and, you know, hopefully closure will happen. But don't work yourself up and wear yourself out trying to get forgiveness that a person intentionally won't give you. Because some people like that, okay? And so, step four, forget what's behind you. Leave the past where it has happened at, period, sis. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb, okay? You don't live there 
anymore, okay? You, your emotions, your kids, your family, y'all don't live there no more. That thing is over. It has expired. Stop talking about your failures, your bad decisions, your bad choices, um, anything that you've done like it's current, like it just happened yesterday. Because the more you give a voice to it, the more it's going to grow, the bigger it's going to be, the more of a problem it's going to be in your life, and the more of a hindrance it's going to be in your now and in your future, okay? Step five, do the opposite of what you regret, okay? We can't change the past, but we do have the power to overcome what is happening now from what we did in the past, okay? So it's it's important that we learn to move forward. Regret is a painful teacher, but we need to learn from it. Any lesson that it's trying to teach us. At the end of it all, the only regret that will remain is that in which we allow to have a place in our life at all. So any regret that you're having right now is something that you're allowing. You have a choice. You have authority over your life to be able to remove these things from your, your mind, your emotions, all of that. You have a choice to do that, okay? And so I just want to give you some quick sh- truths really fast um, that you can kind of jot down and, and, and keep these in the back of your mind in this season, okay? A lot of times we make decisions and we will think it's because of other people that it didn't work out. And we will blame other people. When in reality, we already knew that this stuff wasn't going to work out anyway. We know we shouldn't have did it. We know we shouldn't have been involved. We know we shouldn't have communicated. We know all these things, but we did it anyway, okay? So we experienced some things we didn't want to experience, became hurt, whatever came out of that. And so we have to stop blaming people in our past for not moving forward, okay? Life is full of choices. And so stop making choices um, that's going to continue to keep you bound up, stealing your joy and your potential future that you may have, okay? Life, you know, God has called us to live a life of abundance and we can't live a life of abundance if we're always bound up by decisions that we no longer can change, okay? The goal isn't to be perfect by mo- no means, okay? The goal is to be self-aware of your flaws and your sh- and your strengths. And I'm going to say this for the people in the back, okay? For those who are constantly living in their past, who are constantly blaming the people um, that may may or may not have nothing to do with your choices, at the end of the day, we are all adults here, okay? And even if you were an adult when you made the decision, things happen. Environments influence you. Things happen, okay? At the end of the day, it's over and it's done with, okay? That situation has um, expired. Now the consequences may be rippling throughout your life. Okay. Which you can still kind of grab a hold of to, you know what I'm saying? And try to move forward and push through them. But at the end of the day, you can't, um, manipulate, lie, cheat, or play on folks' emotions because you're afraid to deal with yourself, your emotions, your, your mind state, or your past. Okay. You have to look yourself in the mirror, ask yourself who you really are in this moment with no sugar on top. Okay, some of y'all out there sprinkling sugar on yourself, okay? You'd be like, okay, I got a bad attitude, but no, no, sis, you got a bad attitude. That's it. Well, I'm sarcastic and I'm cute and I'm feisty. And no, no, that's not cute. Mm Mm-mm. When you already snapping on people like a little pit bull, that's not okay. That's not okay, okay? So don't be putting no sugar on top of what's going on. Look at yourself and, and and look at yourself and be like, okay, who am I really? Make sure the answer you receiving 
you take with no chaser. Because some of us be getting the answer back like, look, sis, your attitude is stinky. And this is why you ain't got no friends. But then you don't want to hear that. So what you say, okay, you know what? I ain't got no friends because they don't like my attitude because they can't handle me. And I'm a real one. You know, I'm cut from a different cloth. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of that, okay, some of that may be true. Some of that may be true. But a lot of it could be because you, you, you extra and you don't want to accept that, okay? So make sure that you're accepting the answer that you receive with no chasing. Don't be trying to, you know, chase it down with nothing, okay? It's going to sting, but it's going to change you in the end. And lastly, work on you. I'm going to say this real slow so y'all catch me, okay? Lastly, work on you for you. Not for nobody else, but for you. And do it unapologetically. Now, I ain't saying doing it with bougie attitude. What I am saying, you know what I'm saying? Do it respectfully. But do it because you know you need to do it for yourself, okay? You're about to make some big decisions, some big choices that will probably cut folks off from you. And, and you know, and they ain't going to like that. They've been benefited from you in some way, so they're going to feel some type of way. But I'm going to need you to do it anyway, okay? I challenge you to address your regretful experiences and dissect them. Allow God to expose and lay out these situations that you haven't dealt with in years or even weeks or however long it's been. Allow God to expose these things to you and deal with them accordingly how he sees fits for you to deal with them, okay? And so I also want to encourage you too as well that I know for a fact some people have let you down some people have uh really abandoned you and hurt you um in some ways but at the end of the day don't allow their actions their decisions their thought process to be your prison because when we continue to allow other people's um shenanigans and misfortunes and things that people do to us to become our prison they are walking around free with the keys and we can't be released okay and that is not the life that god has called us to live so be encouraged